Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Divine. Hey, petty, Hi, bitches. petty bitches. Welcome to Petty Little Things. I am Davina Divine. And I am Victoria's Secret. And we have a packed episode ahead. Davina, what's on the menu Ooh, today? On today's lineup, I feel like today with Dales and Mel. Oh no, that's a bit bad, isn't it? He died this weekend. Oh. Did he? <laughs> You're yeah, kidding. Just- I loved him. Des O'Connor died. I was like, the first thing, I must have been just subliminally in my head. Uh, but on today's show, we are going to be talking about all things phobias and phobic and scary Ooh. moments. And we're also going to be joined by also something very scary, uh, the comeback <laughs> and return of April showers, which I know some of you will probably be phobic of as well. <laughs> I think we need like a dun dun dun. <laughs> yeah, we could definitely stick that in there and it'd be like <laughs> Jurassic Park theme too. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Jurassic Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, and you know, she's such an avid listener of the podcast, so I'm sure she'll be listening in now. She'll definitely be listening to the episode she's on, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is her birthday today, so we have to, of course, have her on. But, yes. Davina, what the hell have you been up to? Uh, well, apart from sending well wishes to my sister's state side, uh, it is her birthday. We did record that interview late last night, didn't we? So Yeah, yeah, we did. She's gone off to eggs. What have I been up to? Um, not very much, to be honest. It's been very boring, like, so this boring. last like couple of weeks. And I have to say, like, I've kind of throughout this whole lockdown, the first and the second, I've been kind of all right. But now, only kind of really now that I'm really starting to get fed up. Like, I feel like I've exhausted every fucking route possible to walk. Yeah. Um, I think I've watched everything that I need to watch. I've watched every possible documentary I think ever made. Okay, wait, wait. Are you watching The Crown? I watched, I've never watched it before, but I did start watching it. I watched, uh, I only watched one episode so far because again, I'm trying to like pace it out. So I don't have nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So So you're starting with season four. I start with season four. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Did you watch it? Yeah, I've watched it all. Honestly, I think you should watch from the start. It's it's bitchy royal family stuff, which is right down up your avenue. I was going to say down, well, but it's up. Do you know it? what? So many people have watched it that I know. So I kind of feel like people have been talking about it nonstop. So I kind of feel like I've... It's like how I, watch House, how I watch Housewives. I just go to the reunions and get the highlights. <laughs> and then I move on with like a new season. Yeah. And I'm not really interested in like the 50s in England, you know, like the 50s, 60s, it's very grey and, and, you know, just like post-war. It doesn't, that era doesn't really appeal to me. I'm going to say, Visually. parts of England are still very grey, girl, but um, well. some of it's nice and colourful. Uh, Shout out to the UK. <laughs> Get us number one, babes. <laughs> Shout out to the UK. Uh, I'm loving it. I've watched three episodes, but as I said, like, I'm trying to, like, go easy on yeah. it so that we have stuff to watch because I'm feeling the boredom too. Like, yeah. the last week I just wanted to drink every night this week, of the week. This week, I'm <laughs> Like, What's new? <laughs> this week I've chilled, uh, chilled down. I, for the first time, like, because I don't really like drinking at home. Like, I definitely, I'm like a social drinker. Yeah. Um, and I went to the off license, or to I went to the shop, the off license. <laughs> I went to the shop to like get like milk or whatever, and I just was like, something just came over me. I was like. I walked out with like two bottles of wine. Oh my <laughs> just god! Like two different bottles of wine, wine that I'd never tasted, not Kylie wine. So you're and cheating. You're cheating on Kylie. I'm cheating on Kylie. Yeah, with God knows, like if God knows even where they're from. But I was just like, they're cold, they're white, and they're in my hands. <laughs> 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 and I got they're still in the fridge. I didn't even open them because I just thought I can't drink at home, can I? Yeah, I you can't. can. Yeah, no, absolutely I, can. I just, I just, there's something about drinking and being drunk at home on your own is vi- like I feel like I that would be like my rock bottom. You're <laughs> never on your own when Winnie is in the room snoring beside you. <laughs> can you Winnie is her? She's dog. actually snoring. She's actually snoring here behind me. Can you hear that? No, when does she not sleep though? Because last night we were recording at like, I don't know, it was like 11pm, she was snoring. Well, it was midnight and she was in bed, like snoring. But it's half two in the day. Yeah, but she was up, she gets up at like 7, she literally goes like clockwork, like she wakes up at 7am, I have to give her meds, uh, give her her food, and then she's like, up, she plays for a while, and then straight back to bed. And they sleep for like about 18 hours a day. Oh, okay. They're so, they literally have a dog's life. (laughs) I would love that. I wish I could get 18 hours a day. Kind of feel like we could probably in these if, uh, these times we probably could. Oh no, I'm so, um, so come, bad. Do you know what I have been watching? Go the on. Undoing. <gasps> so you told me about this. Yes. And, and when you said it, I was a bit like, mm, I don't know. Um, I've only watched the first episode because again, I'm trying to take my time with this because I yeah. know that there, it's a week by week thing that's coming out. It isn't is, it? which I'm actually very thankful for. Like I was annoyed about it when the first three episodes had come, so I'd missed kind of like the first, like the actual the live broadcast or whatever. So. Um, I got I tuned in kind of like last week, so I episode watched episode one, two, and three. So now I'm up to speed. Four was on on, on Sunday in the US. Okay. So I'm up to speed, and I'm just hooked. Like I just, I, they're not really usually my kind of shows. Yeah, those kind of things. But I'm hooked on. And I think it's the cast has me hooked in. The cast yeah. is fabulous. Like I love um, Donald Sutherland as the father. Mm. Love Nicole Kidman. Oh, Hugh love. Grant. Um, Hugh Grant kind of. Like his, I don't know. He's got this really weird face. It's like it's like he's constantly constipated or something. Oh yeah, I see that. But would yeah. you, would you still would you still give no, you one? No, no, I think no, I would. Like, he's very wrinkled. 
isn't he? I think like, I, I would though, but he's still, just, he's still a bit like, there's something still a bit sexy about him. Still, I, like, I'm going to say it. Yeah. I'm going to say it. All I see when I look at him is Divine Brown, that hooker. That's <laughs> all I see. It's all I think about. That was like 20 years ago. I just think he loves driving around and getting his dick sucked by hookers on the street. Like, I just, I kind of respect him for it. Okay. But it's all I can think about. <laughs> it's all I can think about. And then when I saw him in, like, in the Undo, when he's like, I won't do any spoilers, but when he's like, in like, getting mug shots and all, I was like, like, oh, <laughs> life imitating art again. You've, you've done this before, babes. <laughs> yeah, but I'm loving it. And I'm kind of like, no one around me is kind of watching it. Okay, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of trying to like see, I'm like, are you watching The Undoing? Are you watching The Undoing? <laughs> Just so I can like, because it's like, you know, everyone has a theory. Yeah. yeah. And I am going to say my theory involves that chick from American Horror Story, um, Coven. I know the one. I know. Exactly I think she's something to do with. I just that's. I'm saying that now. That's she's fabulous, by the way. I love her. Also, fabulous. Shirley Temple Bar is watching this in case you need a little somebody to. Uh, is she? Yeah, she is. Yeah. Oh, I'll give her a text. Okay, I'll get on to Shirley. We can be the undoing together. I feel like we need a name for like this little bit of the section where we talk about all our little like things that we're doing, like not hot topics, but like something. <laughs> I'm open to suggestions. If anyone has a suggestion, you know, we'll see TVs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Salt Lake City, speaking of yes. TV, uh, anyone who has been listening the last few weeks, we obviously are mentioning Housewives a little bit more because we're so obsessed, but yes. uh, a new franchise started last week called The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Now, anyone that doesn't know, Salt Lake City is a hotbed of religious activity, um, mm. mainly, I didn't know that. mainly Mormons, like it's a, a big yeah. center of the Mormon uh, church, and uh, it was wild. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh. Like, literally, like, came out of the park swinging. Like, I was obsessed. And the cast, really good um, casting on that season. Yeah. Very juicy, very dramatic, literally from the get-go. Uh-huh. So, I can't wait to see how that's going to pan out. Who's um, your favourite? Well, I mean, the one I need to hear more about is just Mary. So, Mary... Mad Mary. Her grandmother passed away and was married to a man who was her step-grandfather. And apparently, as part of the will... She said, I really want you to marry one of my granddaughters if I ever pass away early. And so Mary is married to her step-grandfather. Now, so weird. That's so weird. That's um, do you know who Mary reminds me of? Mary reminds me a little bit of Jasmine Masters. Oh, okay. Do, do, you, do you see it? I mean, visually, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, visually. I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. And she's a little, um, like, you wouldn't mess with Mary. Mary, like, Mary's scary. She'd scary fuck you Mary. up. She would oh, fuck she you would up. Fuck you up. I'm ready. I'm ready to see Mary fuck shit up. Yeah. So to be continued. Let's see where that goes. I'm excited. Absolutely. Um, and we're actually on our good friend Connor Bean's podcast this week, talking we about all things housewife. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's housewives and me. It's called. If you want to download it and check out, if you're a bit more of a housewife fan, yeah, a bit more of deep dive. Get into that for sure. Oh, we went in. We went in. Okay. I need your opinion because I, I, the boredom is getting to me, and okay. I can't ask Dolly because she'll beat me around the place. I'm. Okay. Okay. Almost thinking about no, maybe. Oh, I know what you're... I'm almost thinking about sticking up the Christmas tree before December first. Oh, well, it's. I would wait maybe another week. Yeah. Like, don't just give in because of boredom. Like, go for another walk. <laughs> put your <laughs> go tree for another walk. Go for another walk. I've done all just, my Christmas think... shopping though. Have you? I, I, like, I know we did this last year and we spoke about yeah. your feelings on Christmas. Are you going to mm-hmm. do some this year? Or? No, I don't do Christmas at all. Like, okay. I don't celebrate it. I don't buy presents. I don't decorate shit. I don't believe in God. So I don't believe in Christmas. Yeah. And... Like, if you want to meet up with people, like, oh, let's have a drink over Christmas. No, I'll have a drink with you in March or April. Maybe not this March or April, just gone. But uh, hopefully next March or April. It's just not 
I just think it's a whole lot of fuss for a whole lot of nothing. And yeah. it's like marketer's dream. So no, it's, I'm not, I'm not, I just don't buy into it. Like I enjoy people being festive and having moments and all that, but I just hate forced bullshit fun. And it's like people buying presents and, you know, being real sweet to each other for a fucking day. Then they turn around and rip the head off them the next day. No, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, I'm yeah, out. Yeah. I'm out. No, I, don't I, even I get, get me started. <clears throat> I do understand it, but at least I know now to send back the Louboutins in a size six that I bought for you with Demontes on the base. That's fine. I'll but send them back. If they're a size six, definitely send them back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wear them on my hands. <laughs> I was letting the audience believe your fantasy, girl. <laughs> size six? six? Upside down? <laughs> I think you're reading the box upside down, girl. Okay, um, Kylie and Lil Mix, what's going on? Did you did you watch the chart battle? Uh, no, I didn't. I don't watch the chart battles really anymore. But a, like Kylie's where it's at for me. Obviously, like I'm with Kylie, you know, forty years plus, and I yeah. support her in every venture that she does, whether it's her wine or her, you know, country music albums. <laughs> <laughs> did you see she got the number one though over Little Mix? Yeah. Oh, I'm delighted. Like yeah. she totally deserved it. Um, and it's great to see, you know, like. It's a pity Madonna doesn't get the same kind of... They seem to be... The press and media seem to be much, like, softer with Kylie, don't they? Yeah, like, they definitely are. I think it's because she's sweet, you know, that kind of way. It'd be like kicking a puppy by having a go at her. Yeah, I think it's her team as well. I think it's the teams that, that they have around them. She's I a good really team. Do. Yeah, because I've heard things, like, through the grapevine of people that have worked with Kylie and people that have worked with Madonna. And I've heard, you know, maybe things aren't so sweet, Oh. As we, as you be believing, you oh. know that kind of way. So yeah, so I don't know how sweet you know, too pure to be pink, <laughs> you know, that kind of way. So, so I don't know. I'm always just, and it's always here saying people are always going to gossip, but I just, I don't know. It always just think, little things I hear just kind of stick in my mind. Yeah, oh, I hope that she. But is I still sweet. love her. I love both of them, regardless. I, I really hope do. That she is sweet. I like. I went into Super Value to buy the wine. Um, it's because you have been influencing me about the wine. Yeah. I haven't even tasted it, and it was sold out except for the rosé, and I only wanted the the white. And uh, the rosé like, is not bad if you have it super chilled. Yeah. Yeah, no. super chill. It's actually not that bad, and I tell you this: so, oh, Go good God, it will blow the head off you. Mm. Like literally, mm. I have had three hangovers like in the last like couple of months due to Kylie wines, and it's only since I started drinking Kylie oh wine. So God. it's delicious and easy to drink. But fuck me, the next morning, oh my God, my head is throbbing. <laughs> like yeah. you know where you, like you can't even lift your head up. That kind I of hate bad. That. Yeah. Can but I say that we need like... to stop talking about it because I need to be able to go into Super <laughs> Super Value and Sundrive and buy it at some point. And I do feel that the more you keep talking about it, the gays are going out there and buying all the like yeah. stock. So, okay, so no we'll... more Kylie Wine talk. See, it just falls off the tongue. <laughs> Kylie Wine. Ky- I'll have a Kylie Wine. It's like a Davina Divine Wine. <laughs> <laughs> Would you love a wine? I told you I'd love my wine to be called Davina DeWine. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> like, it'd be fucking amazing. I absolutely love Come it. Come here. I have to tell you this. Go on. This is really strange now. Yeah. <clears throat> I was debating if I should talk about this because I didn't actually tell you this. Mm. So I got an email the other day. Well, it was like Facebook mail. Yeah. From this guy who I used to pal around with like when I was literally like a kid. I was only a nipper. Yeah. And uh, sent me a message out of the blue at like about 10 o'clock at night. So it wasn't like a, you know, a creepy kind of message. Mm -hmm. And basically was like said, hi, I really want to say something to you for a long time. And I know this is going to sound really weird and really out of the blue. But you were the very first person that made me realise in my life that not everyone is exactly the same. Oh. Right? And I was like, okay. And he said, me and you were probably the most opposite of people right now. But when we grew up together, playing in each other's houses, you being you had such a big impact on how I look at other people. 
And he said, like, that when I would have uh, posters on my wall of, like, people like Barb Wire and Pamela Anderson, things like that, he was like, I realise now, he's like, I wanted to be with those people and you wanted to be that people. You wanted oh to be those God, people. how true is and, that? And he just say, I think it's when I realised that there was something up. And yeah. he just said that he just wanted to thank me for being me and for keep it what would you say for like giving him that outlook and i was like that was i was like actually my mind was blown I that's was like, honestly amazing can i ask which yeah. um was this your private page that he sent yeah, it on? yeah. okay so not your uh no. like work pages no my private like my private download page i love that <laughs> i really love yeah. that and but you know what it really like hit me because you grow up as a child feeling kind of different and mm. and like i remember hanging out with 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 all the lads and and knowing that I was different, yeah. And but I, I was always the kid that stuck to my guns and was like did what I wanted regardless of what was said or if I was slagged or whatever. I was I didn't give a shit. Mm. I was always luckily I was able to be that. Child. It's hard though. It beats you down. It really, it really does. Yeah. And I, I only thought about this recently. Like it, like weirdly as say queer people, we all it's all our roles to educate people, but that's also exhausting. Yeah. But also the education brings about these conversations that that man sent you into your yeah. DMs. Like, And that's the thing now. It's like now we're actually like full-blown like adults. Yeah. I think he's got kids. But the fact that he's kind of thinking about that now, like after all these years, like in my head, I'm like, I closed the chapter on, you know, childhood and all that. And you just kind of like leave all that in the past. It's like, you know, because now you, you are so, we're all in our own big bubble now and everything's hunky-dory for us. And we've got, we're surrounded by great friends and all that kind of stuff. It was just really strange. It, it made me kind of a little bit emotional. Yeah, of course. You know? It's like, kind of a it full was, circle moment because we all yeah. like, carry these demons from around that time yeah. and it shaped us. So then for someone to go, oh, fair play to you, do you know what I mean? You, yeah. you actually, you moulded me because you were yeah. so authentic and, is fab. Yeah, and I think though just someone just being, you just being you mm. at any time of your life, mm. I think it's just so important. And yeah. it's like, obviously I was me being me at like, you know, me five being or me. six. Me being me. But, you know, you just... You're, when you're five or six, you're living in this kind of world where you're trying to project. You're just trying to survive. You're mm. trying to yeah. fit in with everyone. Yeah. But obviously, I, <laughs> I didn't, you know, that kind of way, which I'm aware of as well. I just, I just thought it was very poignant. Yeah. And it, it just, it, I don't know, it really meant a lot to me that, he, that that someone reached out. I think that's a really nice thing yeah. to do. Well, shout out to him. That's pretty fast. Yeah, we absolutely. To, we love to hear it. Um, I don't know how we're going to follow that because that's quite like an emotional moment. But uh, let's mm-hmm. throw it complete opposite end of the spectrum. Harry Styles is on the cover of Vogue magazine, which has led to a lot of conversation. Also, every issue has sold out worldwide. It's now a collector's item. People are paying even more to grab a copy of it. Uh, and it's led some people to say, you know, it, this isn't good for masculinity. And other people to say that this is kind of like breaking boundaries, which personally, I don't think it is. Like you can't discount the like uh, likes of Bowie and Prince and all the other fabulous people that did yeah. not like stick to the gender binary before. Um, so I think in a weird way, I think all those people that you mentioned there, like Bowie and Co, they all had they were all their their own generation, you know. So I think this is like making a statement for a new generation. Okay, because a lot of people that are fans of Harry Styles, or whatever. To be honest, like you know, they're not they don't know past pop stars and past icons. And they've no real interest, to be honest. A lot of them have in them. So I think him doing that makes a very big statement. The only thing that I thought that was odd about it was I just thought the dress was disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, if you're going to wear a dress, wear a nice fucking dress. It was rotten. It was like... It was honestly like something that you'd find thrown out by the Oxfam shop. Like, didn't want it. Oh, but girl, it's fashion. Oh, fashion. Oh, my God, it's fashion. Like... (laughs) 
okay, bitch, it's fashion. Not my kind of fashion. So you're a fan. Honest. You think it's great. You love it. I don't really care, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I don't really care. Like, I've been wearing dresses since the early noughties. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I, yeah. So I don't really care. This is not aimed at me. This is aimed at people that need to think out of the box. I don't yeah. think we've we've ever I think been in the box. Totally. So I don't think it's we're the ideal audience. Totally. Um mm-hmm. so I don't really have an opinion on it either way. I just think if you're going to wear a dress and you're gonna make a statement to like wear a nice dress and also I don't fancy Harry Styles. Oh Sorry. I think he's gorgeous. How dare no. you? No, so I think he's actually comes across a real nice person, but mm. I don't fancy him whatsoever. Not for me. I think he's gorgeous Sorry. and the album's a banger. But also some ladies had uh, an issue with it too, saying, you know, because people were saying it was, you know, breaking boundaries and like Ugh. apparently there was someone that said, Well, I hate to um alert everyone but there's been a gender that's been doing this for years and i was watching courtney Act's story on instagram and she she reminded people that in the 30s women weren't allowed to wear trousers mm-hmm. and uh catherine hepburn obviously wanted to wear trousers and really yeah. um you know times change yeah. things move on and also mind your own garden do you know what I mean? Like, I love when you say that. does it make? Mind your own garden and clean your own dirty bushes up because <laughs> seriously, who gives a shit? What difference does it make to your life if somebody's wearing a pair of trousers or a skirt yeah. or nail varnish? Mind your own fucking business and Fair. get on with your own miserable fucking life because that's what it's really about. Fair. It's these people that are miserable and just want to pick on someone else and try and bring them down and I'm not, I'm not here for it. No, no. No, you're dead right. Uh, we have a new Jeez, president. I was of, there a little bit, wasn't I? <laughs> yeah, you got you got fairly. Uh, you know, you're talking about gardening. You were basically Charlie Dimmock, and you were about to I install a water feature. Do you know what I think? So this week as well, like I'm, I'm really trying to stay off Twitter, and I'm trying to not get into Twitter things with people. But this, that whole topic has me rattled. Like the whole week, this whole thing of like people not being able to live their life or say what they want or and i know obviously if some things will cause a knock-on effect or whatever but if everyone just actually did mind their own business a little bit things would be not as a uh, dramatic place i think well people wouldn't be fighting as much so that yeah, would because it's unnecessary be and people are fighting a lot lately because they're bored yeah which which is even a, a more ridiculous reason to be fighting so uh-huh. um, my senses are heightened this week i've had a couple of twitter run-ins that i'm just like oh you know i'm not arguing. you know who you are yeah, you know. I'm, not, I'm not arguing with the fact that I've had my own opinion. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I'm just not like that. Well, it wouldn't be like for, it if you didn't. Well, it's not here for discussion. Do you know what I mean? It's like I'm entitled to my opinion, as as are you. Mm-hmm. I would never shout someone down for having theirs. I just think everyone has one, like assholes. Um, and uh, have your opinion on this. Is Jessie from Little Mix missing? What happened to her? Like, I, yeah, there's something I going have on there. About this, there is something going on. I don't think she's going to come back. Do you? You think she's left I, the band? I was actually dreaming about this last night. Oh, how weird. Now that you mentioned it. I had a dream that that we were drafted in to fill in at a little mix gig, but as boys, not in drag. Fucking cheek of them. <laughs> the cheek like, of them. And we... And I kept saying, I can't sing. I can't sing Secret Love Song in that key. I, I can't sing that. Or any key, but go on. <laughs> you going to give us a few bars there yourself? <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, so I, it was like, I mean, it was in like the LA, um, the LA Dome, you know, that place where Beaches was filmed? Oh yeah, Gorge, <laughs> yeah, love that place. That. That's glam. But, um, just so random. So it must have been on my mind. I must have been reading articles about it last night or something. So it was on my mind. But I I think Aaron Smullen had tweeted something I seen during the weekend. It was very good luck. Jerry, do you remember when yeah. the Spice Girls won the National Lottery? Very that energy. Very that. Like, to miss the album launch and to miss the EMAs, EMAs. I think is, that's very big. 
things, mm. landmark things. Well, there, there's a lot of rumors out there on Twitter. Yeah. Like some people are she saying, could be just taking time. That she needed to take time. That she wasn't yeah. doing very well with the whole lockdown thing. That yeah. she wasn't enjoying leaving the house again. And I really yeah. feel that like that is going to be an issue for some people. Oh God! Um, yeah, because absolutely. we've all spent nine months like this, uh, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, some people were saying that she might have had a Demi Lovato, if that, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, like what I actually do, like wish her well. I think it's been really hard time for everybody this yeah. whole time, and I think for young girls, it's having that that much responsibility on your head, yeah. all those record pressures and all that kind of stuff, like. That's really, that must be really tough. I know. The thing is, they seem like they're great friends, so I really hope that's true. Yeah, and I and you know what as well, like people I think really like her in the group, so mm. I hope she does come back. Yeah, like absolutely. she seems to have a kind of people are a bit emotionally attached to her for some reason. I think it's she's a bit more relatable or something. Yeah, yeah, it is. I don't know. Well, get well soon, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, did you stay up and watch all of the coverage? Because obviously, on the last episode, we spoke about the presidential the presidential election. No, like, I gave up. I was like, it just was moving so slow. And I yeah. just, the news in America, the way they deliver it is just like so. You can tell why people in America are so kind of divided because it's like they really like reality it's so TV. Confusing. It's so confusing and it's dramatic. <laughs> yeah. just, they say one thing to get a reaction out of someone and then it just all it feels like nuts. Insane. Really Insane. Nuts. I Like when they finally called it, this was yeah. not long after uh, Kylie's live show, which I felt was okay but i wanted more talking more costume changes and it was a bit like an asos or Mm boohoo.com uh fashion show than a than a live concert but anyway i won't go into that because twitter already gave out to me for having that opinion and um what was what we're told what sorry Oh, like some people were like giving out to me about like not being happy about Kylie's concert. And I was like, no, honestly, I was ready for this. Like I spent my whole week excited Mm -hmm. for it. And then it just felt like an extended ASOS clothing ad. Well, you're not allowed to have that opinion, sweetie. Well, I did. And then I woke up the next morning and I was like, oh God, I went in on people, didn't I? (laughs) Sometimes, yeah, you have to just like literally, that's what I just take a minute and just don't respond. Because I'm just like, no, (laughs) Well, weird time. By the time they called it, I was shit-faced. And I watched, um, uh, like, the President-elect's new, uh, like, speech. And Mm -hmm. I bawled my eyes out. Absolutely bawled my eyes out. I didn't even see that, to be honest. Like, I literally just... It was all getting too mental. And there was too many headlines floating around. So I just... I. I was like, I'll get you at the end. I'll get you at the end. <laughs> get you at the end. Give us the short version, will you? <laughs> yeah. Biden won. Trump is out. Trump is mental. End of. End of. Well, before we move on, I've been saving this story. I, I don't think I've told you. And um, so when I was away in the UK, I got a painter in to paint my apartment because it needs. You to had the painters in, did you? I had the painters in. <laughs> <laughs> and um, because I've been swimming and dragging this apartment, I, I realized when I came back, I was like, right, I'm pulling everything out. I'm going to make lots more room and like, I mean, as much room as I can make. And I did that. But as part of that, I was moving stuff. And I realized on the top of my wardrobe, where also he painted in All Behind, there was um, some sex toys <laughs> that oh I'd left God. on top of the wardrobe. <laughs> right. And he clearly had to move them about. And who was using them? Um, <laughs> it wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who owns them no, they were like, there from the old tenants like being 100% real they're actually like old old from when I was with someone like 
two, three years ago. And I purposely put them up there because I was like, oh no, that reminds me of that person. I'm just going to like, <laughs> it kind of like a funeral, but I should have just they put them in the bin. In the bin. Yeah. So <laughs> God love him. The wardrobe. This lovely man in his like late 40s, early 50s, maybe, uh, in cute? doing the painting. Mm, you would like, yeah. Would you? And <laughs> <laughs> had, to, had to like unearth my sex toys. I'm mortified. Oh, Jesus. Like fucking blow the dust out and like you know an archaeologist dig you know they those, <laughs> those like brushes <laughs> so there you go that's Can't my little them. that's my little oh God, well, story big shout out to that painter God rest his soul wherever he's, he is he's retired now he's given up yeah. I've never painted a room crimson again <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh okay well uh, coming up, we have all these phobias. Tavina did a deep dive with you all and found out exactly what makes you shit in it. And yeah. uh, I'm excited to hear what they are. Let's do it. So we are back and we have asked you all to send us in this week your top phobias yeah. and fears and all those kind of ooky kooky spooky things right, that make it's just you after Halloween. So we're like, yes. what are you all scared of? Well, listen, 36 million people in the world, do you know that suffer with phobias? That's a little statistic there. 36 million. Yes, apparently. But then there's a difference there between phobia and an irrational fear. So I've been reading up a little bit about this. So so some people did send in like proper phobias and others actually are irrational fears. Do you know what? I'm taking the boat because they're both very entertaining. Mm -hmm. So if it makes you feel a bit, or you're actually terrified out of your skin, we'll accept either of these situations. So do you have a phobia or an irrational fear or both? I... I don't like, think we've ever talked about this. Yeah, never. Like, I definitely suffer with anxiety. Like, I used to have an irrational fear of... I had one seizure once, which I'll, I'll talk about another time. But um, And then for years after it, I kept being afraid everywhere that I went that I was going to have another seizure. And I mm. always needed, like, a bottle of water with me and maybe some <laughs> chewing gum. And it was like, it was like I was shitting it. I just couldn't I know, get it out I do head. remember hearing about this seizure. I was like... Yeah. Like, you are a little bit Cathy Caution when it comes to medical things. Very much so. Like, I do uh, yeah. love having, uh, like, the stock of, like, the over-the-counter stuff that is going to sort anything out. Yeah. Um, but I'm terrified of heights, which, as Ireland's probable tallest drag queen, is quite <laughs> strange. How ironic. Yeah. Like, I would freeze. Like, even on the top of a ladder, I'm like, oh, bricking it. Absolutely bricking it. Um, do you remember when we went to Dubrovnik and I kept making you go up yes. in the, like, top of the city and yeah. you were like oh and I was like come up here it's fine and you were like no you're literally clinging to I the wall froze. <laughs> like I feel like I'm gonna fall off like the side even though the side could be miles away I, do you remember even when we got on the cable car to go back down and yeah. I, had, I had to stand in the back and look at the ground but um the one that always sticks out in my mind is in Las Vegas when we went up the top of the Paris oh, the Eiffel Tower. Eiffel Tower, yeah, yeah. And now we had really hit the bottle because we oh, it was like we were away for two weeks, but we just arrived. And the night before, one of our friends fell asleep in a car park drunk. One of our friends fell asleep in a hallway drunk. Uh, it was one of those nights. It was that, a great like, night. It was a brilliant <laughs> night. But yeah. like the friend in the hallway um, fell asleep outside. Yeah, she's dead now. <laughs> yeah, fell asleep outside her hotel room door with the key in her hand and a yeah. bag of McDonald's in the other hand but just didn't make it inside so it was it was really like that's to like set well, the story she yeah. said she fell asleep <laughs> she had the key though why didn't she just get up and let herself in 
Oh, because lazy, lazy. (laughs) Well, anyway, so we get up the top of the Eiffel Tower in Vegas. And as soon as those doors opened, I shit myself. I kept thinking I was going to pass out. I had to hold on to the walls. And God bless the woman. I don't know how much of this you remember. The woman um, who was operating the lift, there was a huge queue to get back down. She said, don't worry, stay there. I'll get you the next next lift. But it's going to take five or six minutes. And I was like, five or six minutes to someone who's about to die is two hours. I remember that trip. I kept saying, come over here. Look, you can see a hotel. Come over here. And I I was like, where is she? Where is she? Come over here. Somebody said, oh, I think she's afraid of heights. And I was like, get her over here now. (laughs) (laughs) I was like. (laughs) You know what I did do, though? I took my phone out of my pocket. I kept looking on the ground. I turned the camera on and I did snap, snap, snap without looking. Mm. <laughs> I was like, if I've come up here, I'm getting the photos at least. Uh, yeah, I like I, height is a really typical one. I'm just having a look now. Where right, are you? So, are you afraid of anything? Uh, do you know, like, there's nothing boring really that, bitches. Like, that's what you're afraid of. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely just have an I have an aversion to boring bitches. One thing I don't really have like a phobia where I'm like terrified of something. Yeah. Are you with spiders? I'm fine with spiders. And, and we know that you're good with snakes. Yeah. So well, hey. One eye, the better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fine with snakes, fine with spiders. I'm not really, like, I think I'm great with heights. And then it's only when you're kind of at a height, you're like, but I, I'm one of those people, I am a little bit mind over matter. Yeah. So I'm like, I won't let it get the better of me. So I'm like, I'm going to just do it. Yeah, it's true. Like, you will literally try and talk yourself out of it, which I applaud. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, girl, get a grip. You're you're, you're terrified. Just go with it. I know. And I'm just like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do yeah. it. The yeah. only thing I, I really don't think, like, I'm not afraid of heights. But actually, do you know what I think? What I really don't, what I do not like, I probably do have a little bit of a phobia, but it's actually like falling. Okay. Like free, like free falling. Okay. Like so, any like you know, fun fair rides, whatever that are like a vertical drop. Uh-huh. I don't like the feeling of falling, yeah. so I will avoid that. That's probably the worst. It's not really heights, but it's more like a little that drop. You know, you that must like hate drop that song sensation from once the musical falling slowly. Do you? You're like no. Oh, yeah. Make I actually have stop. a phobia of once the musical. <laughs> so as we were like talking about phobias and all that, kind of list here of top ten phobias that people have, or just like some really irrational ones, which I yeah. think are kind of gas. And okay. then we'll get to the people that have sent in some. Hit so uh, the top thing that people are most afraid of is spiders. Actually, so that's arachnophobia. Uh, that's number one. Guess what number two is? Ooh, uh, like paranormal things? No, it's uh, the fear of snakes, which oh. is ophidi- <laughs> ophidiophobia. <laughs> ophidiophobia. She sounds like yeah. a drag queen. Then there's the fear of heights, number three. Yeah. Number four is agoraphobia, the fear of situations that are uh, difficult to escape, like being in big spaces and all that kind of stuff. I know uh, a few people like that, and they've never even gone on holidays mm, except to like yeah. Wexford. And I'm like, how do you go through your life without going to Gran Canaria and being mad bitch in the Yumbo Center? Like, <laughs> it's true, eating on a beetle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, phobia five was um, the fear of dogs. People, there's there is a lot of people here. I know that yeah, my cousins used to be terrified of dogs. Like I mean, terrified. Little sweethearts, little furry sweethearts. Yeah. They're cats. I can understand. They're oh, evil bastards. Here's another popular one. Um, Astrophobia. Do you know what that is? No. Astrophobia is the fear of thunder and lightning. Oh no! Yeah, that's when a lot Deen- of people. That's when Davina's nips get hard. She's like, "Oh, did you see the weather outside today? It's lovely. <laughs> Gonna lash." <laughs> <laughs> uh, phobia number seven: trypanophobia. Trypanophobia. Do you know like, what that is? To fellows that are like tripods. Oh no! I wish <laughs> wouldn't be fair to that. Trypanophobia is the fear of injections. Oh, okay. 
I, see I actually, do you know what, what, what I do actually really hate is I hate, um, I hate blood pumping, blood in motion. I can't look at blood actually pumping. So I'm not a fear of needles, but I have a fear of like blood, put, like if, you know, if you're getting your blood tested and it's yeah. like blood comes out, like yeah. it makes me very weak. So oh God, you must have hated looking at Chanel last week. Ugh, All yeah, red and bloody it. for Halloween. Um, number eight is social phobias, fear of being in social situations. That's kind of, I think, tied into anxiety. Wouldn't yeah, it be? I think that a lot of people have that. Like, I would say a lot of people think that we are social butterflies. And I think we're both probably the opposite <laughs> in many situations. Here's another one. The fear of flying, which is number nine. Yeah. Which is, uh, I'm going to try and pronounce this. Teramophobia, or I don't know, I can't even pronounce that. You're doing great, sweetie, you're nailing these. It's very long. And number 10 is misophobia, which is the fear of germs or dirt. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 So that's... I I know, like, a few um, of the Drag Race Queens would have a bit of a touch of that, but one in particular... I know the one um, you talked about. And I'm not going to say which one, but, like, even drank coffee through a straw while she was here. Yeah. um, And came into every space and had to wipe everything down, cleaned her hotel walls practically before sitting there. Say who it was. Um, Oh, should I? It's kind of cool. It was Jasmine Masters. Yeah, she's she's a germaphobe, absolute germaphobe. She was germaphobe. very intense. Now like... y'all don't go tagging her on Twitter that we said this on this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> or I'll knife you. No, and she was very open about it. She's like, it's uh, my health. I'm uh, I'm like, you know, she was very open about it. She was not trying to hide in any way. Yeah, so it, it's no secret. Like she's she, she likes things a certain way. That's yes, cool. She does. No, it totally is. Now wh- another person though. Stole all the hotel towels, but I won't tell you who that was. Oh, <laughs> you'll have to wait for another episode to see which girl stole all the oh hotel towels. Even, even I don't know that, so you can tell yeah. me afterwards. Oh, I will, yeah. Uh, okay, so will we see what some people sent in as phobias? Okay, yeah, hit me with it. Right, so uh, some of these came in, and there's a lot of a lot of kind of similar ones had come in. It was definitely some of these that I can relate to, and one of them was not so much a phobia. So there was a lot of irrational fears. Okay, do you have an irrational fear of something? No, I don't, like a, I, I don't think so. No, like I hate absolutely a lot of people sent this in. I hate cotton wool. Okay, I yeah, cannot. But I can't even think about it. I hate the touch of it, the texture. Ooh, it gives me like the heebie-jeebies even yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. So that came in from a couple of people. So I'm with you up there if you're a cotton wool hater. Yeah. So let me see. David McEntee said, people who get sick and then are just fine after it. <laughs> He's a phobia of that? Like, yeah, of people who get sick. Does he mean like on a night out? I think he must mean like vomit and then people who are just fine. And I have to say, I am one of those people that can vomit and then just be fine oh you're totally fine like Davina will be out with me and then literally like she's one of those oh no need to have a quick vom and the vom happens and then it's like nothing Back ever to happened normal. Yeah. yeah it's like control alt reset so Davey uh, you should go out with Davina one night for sure yeah I'll, we have a great night I can guarantee you that so let me see um, Alice Alice had sent in, she's a uh, fear of commitment, <laughs> phobia of commitment. I think a lot of people do, yeah. Yes. Uh, someone said, um, Dave, I, th- I think it's maybe Dave YK said speakers. 
Like, as in how loud they're going to be? Or public speakers? or I don't know. So much they're speakers. Brian McCormick sent in saying, Dolly Grip busting her hip by jumping off the box. Now, can (laughs) I tell you, we've seen a lot of workplace accidents in drag. And every time she does it, those little strappy heels are going to go one day. And I do worry about that as well. Yes. Uh, Searsha Cavana said, Velcro. The sound of Velcro makes my skin crawl. That's another good one. Okay, hold on. Searsha Cavana or Cavana, as you just said? Cavana, Cavana. Oh, yes, okay. Cavana. Very cute. Searsha Cavana. Uh, uh, Velcro, the sound that makes me call. Uh, Liza sent in nail brushes. Liza? Na- nail brushes. Hey, Liza, what is he? Liza, what is he? Um, let me see. There was one thing in particular that kept coming in. Like, it came in so many times. It's after freaking me out how many people are afraid of this, but I'm going to leave that till the very last one because it deserves an honourable mention. Okay. Uh, Begovia1987 said, Wasps, dirty evil fuckers. I have to say, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm nearly up there with them. Like, I absolutely detest wasps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Riley O'Gee said, Tomatoes and feet. A foot covered in tomatoes would be my ultimate oh fear. Oh my god. <laughs> well, firstly, I don't get the tomatoes thing. They are juicy and tasty. Now, feet, on the other hand, I'm with <laughs> are you. juicy and tasty. But, now, here's another tidbit that I've learned from lots of people uh, who have joined OnlyFans recently. Everyone apparently wants to see their feet. Adora was saying, because she's joined OnlyFans, yeah, that she's getting what? lots of foot requests. Yeah. And she was like, I mean, I don't care. I'll do it. I was like, okay, fair play. Well, Stephen Dowland does listen to this podcast and he's real big into like tickling feet, feet being tickled. As in he's turned on by it. <laughs> no, he's not, but I always... Let's go with that. You heard yeah, it here I first, like folks. It, DJ yeah. Stephen Dowling, turned on by feet yeah. tickles. DJ tickle feet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see. McDonough 6 said, birds, the flying kind, just can't cope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Concur Lynch said, getting my hair cut, hair down my back, sound of the razor in my ears. Sorry, SOS. <laughs> oh my God. He must have yeah. lovely hair down to his arse because he's too afraid to get cut. <laughs> Sherlock, B- Sherlock Bones, it must be, uh, is terrified of slugs, snails and worms. Ooh. What do you think of them? What do you, what I do you don't think like, slugs? like, do you ever stand on a, like a snail? I, I used to hear it crush. And you hear it crush, and then you just know that, like, the slimy residue all over your shoe. Ugh, Have you ever tried um, snail or slug um, serums for your skin? No. no. They're absolutely amazing. Like, check, literally look into that. Like, it's unreal. The, like, the enzymes do wonders for your skin. Oh. Just saying. Beauty tip there. There you go. There you go. Not if, like, from the garden or anything. So go easy. Like, <laughs> get it from a reputable place. <laughs> Uh, Noah Halpin said, oh, no, it's giving me two. So he said, nail files, vomited multiple times when see people using them in or on film. <laughs> you know, it's someone's using yeah. nail files. Yeah. So there is something about that, like... <laughs> I love that, I have to say. I think it's yeah. real, like, like sexy, powerful businesswoman when <laughs> Not I see to that. Noah. Uh, and let, Noah also hates the dentist, have fainted in the waiting room. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he had to get Valium. <laughs> I have to say, I can see why people are afraid of the dentist, but also... Yeah. Like, just go, you guys. The longer you leave it, the worse it's going to be. And a rational for pigeons. Pigeons is up there. Let me see. That was O.D. Kelly had said pigeons. Just Keith, uh, 33, said pushing thumbtacks into the wall. Huge phobia. Oh, Jesus. Pushing Here, what is going on when our listeners like these are wild. Oh, my God. No, there's so many. People had sent in so many. Running man, Al, said toilet seats. Seriously, cannot sit on them. 
<laughs> at all, even his own. I don't know. I just had this vision of him sitting like with like a real skinny little arse sitting on like a ceramic bowl. <laughs> oh my god! No, or else he just has amazing thighs from like squatting over a bowl all oh. his life. Caitlin Crook White said butterflies. Okay. Butterflies. I can see a lot of people like, are afraid of moths and kind of like creepy crawly flies. Moths are fairly gross, to be fair. Uh, Ushi and Train are rats. I can't watch I'm a Celebrity because of it. Oh, Jesus. Um, so we have snakes, moths, butterflies. They're all the usual ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kira McKenna-Barry. Uh, she really can't stand cotton wool either. Can't stand the touch of it without giving her the creeps. Yes, we can relate to that. Poosh said metal coins. Euro aren't as bad as the punts. Couldn't carry coins around when I was younger because it gave me actual shivers. Oh my god, <laughs> the savings must have been amazing. Must have had bottles yeah. full of them. Literally no coins. Okay, John McCord, 050. That ugly green two-ply office carpet rubbing slowly across my tongue. Ugh, I'm shook. <laughs> okay, you've lost me there. What does that mean? You know that carpet that like you see in offices it's yeah, like, like for tiles, workspaces like carpet tiles almost yeah. yeah so that ugly green two ply office carpet rubbing slowly across my tongue like why would you like, think about it on I your tongue I don't know I what don't... are the gays doing come on stop eating the carpet Mr. Johnny Freel said water nearly drowned when I was 12 need to wipe my eyes in the shower before opening oh that's a so... cute one <laughs> well not if you're drowning it's not... <laughs> okay don't drown oh Sophia Hart she's only got one kidney she's not afraid of anything to do with her kidney but she afraid of bananas <laughs> oh and, ba- and back combing <laughs> <laughs> and back combing my cousin donna had said sharks that's the, our first shark that we had sorry is that somebody's profile is called my cousin donna no it's actually my cousin donna <laughs> oh okay i was like that's <laughs> a great that handle said Hayley Lynham she had said aquariums freaks me the fuck out a lot of people hate that kind of you know when you're walking through those underwater tunnels you were in an aquarium last week yeah you know that vibe yeah. walking through an underwater tunnel yeah Maura Dara has said, guitar strings being scratched turns my stomach and I freak out. Oh. Do you know that noise? Yeah. No, that wouldn't bother me either. And she went to the Joanne tour. There must have been lots of that going on. Ian O'Connell, velvet. I can't stand it. People who cover their house and it are deranged. Oh my God. Can we tell a story about velvet very quickly? Davina had this gorgeous green velvet uh, play suit at one point. But anybody that's ever had anything in velvet, it keeps stretching and stretching and stretching. Mm. And uh, me at my it's... largest point, it finally fit me. And she was like, oh, do you want that? So I got a few wears out of it. But then Davina realized that's a gorgeous play suit. She took it back off me and got it refitted and cut down <laughs> to her size again. And I was furious. That was actually Panty's green velvet jumpsuit that she had given to me. And I was like, oh, that's fab. And I wore it. And it was like, kind of slack. Yeah. And then I just hung it up and it just stretched out so much. So I had it altered. Then I put it on again. So it literally was like just the suit that kept on growing. <laughs> so velvet, I'm witch on that. I think it's weird. It's a weird fabric. Frogs. We have one there from Frogs. That's Enda McKenna. Frogs. I don't know about Froggy. So I don't really Yeah, I don't froggies. mind. I heard if you kiss a few, like, you'll find a prince. Oh, well, we've been trying. Um... <laughs> Oh, here's one. Melissa Conlon sent in rubber gloves and any gloves with fingers. Ooh. <laughs> That's a really weird one. Oh, I've never heard that, but maybe it's yeah. the latexy feeling off the gloves or something. Ben Collin sent in if the washing machine isn't on an extra rinse. That is so weird. That is, like, that's very, that's a bit OCD, isn't it? Very much so. Like, yeah. an extra rinse, you have to add yeah. an extra rinse. No. Dublin Cub has a phobia of wet clothes. I think wet clothes are disgusting, to be honest. Wet clothes? Because, like, well, no, I'm thinking about those people that, like, leave their clothes wet too long, and then they stink. And I Uh, even smell that a mile away. Yeah, musty. Musty bitch. (laughs) Musty maven. Oh, my God. Uh, Instagram89 says, cranes moving. Like, seeing them swing and shite around, they're so massive, it's just not natural. So, I can kind of get that as well. 
I think I'm going to need a large drink after hearing all these weird phobias. There's a lot of these. Oh, Katie sent in scrambled eggs after a boy puked them up in front of me as a <laughs> child during running during a race. <laughs> okay. Okay. I totally understand that. Now, I love scrambled eggs, but if I had a witness that, I would be the same. Dr. Glam. Dr. Glam sent this in. She's actually a real doctor. That's like, that's just her Instagram handle. She said, tocophobia. Do you know what that is? No. Fear of childbirth. Oh, okay. Well, I think that's terrifying. I don't think it's natural for something that size to come out of you. And we'll never have to go to, thank God. So the last thing I think that is the most scary, kind of irrational, phobic thing that we have is called tripophobia. Tripophobia. Do you know what that is? No. Like, have you ever heard of that? No, never. I've never heard of it. And it's basically a fear of small holes. Oh. (laughs) You know, now bear with me. Clusters of small holes like pores or like honeycomb or, you know, all like little things that like basically I think, you know, you see these things of like spots being squeezed and stuff online. My favourite. Love watching them. Like little um, locusts' nests and things like that. But sometimes, apparently, for all these clickbait things, photoshopped locusts being hatched in, onto people's skin. So it looks like blackheads and stuff coming out. So yeah. people have a massive fear. Like so many people. If you're one of those people that have a fear of small holes. Did we get many people <laughs> saying that? Like so many. So many. I was, I was shocked at how many people are, have a fear of that. And it was genuinely like turns their stomach. So if you're out there, this is a big shout out to you. I mean, it's a dangerous <laughs> country to live in because in Ireland, all of us uh, have small holes. We are not the home of the juicy arse in Ireland. Is that what they're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Small holes. That's exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that was very uh, interesting, weird and uh amusing i am surprised some of those because i've never heard of some of those phobias Mm -hmm. wet clothes gas well everyone thanks so much for sharing your phobias so next up we have our old time gal pal drip drip drop little april showers is going to be joining us all the way from stateside okay davini you're ready because we have a very special guest coming up I don't know if I'm ready for this, but this... it's the woman who you've all been waiting for. <laughs> yes, I mean, lots of you asked, and this is basically like a Real Housewife reunion right now. Um, yeah. She was on Zoom. <laughs> she was the Irish Cheryl Cole, she was the Irish Paris Hilton, and she was the self-proclaimed queen of Tuesdays. Please welcome back to the virtual stage that is our podcast. It is Miss April Showers. Oh, is, it, is, this where we, is this where we insert a round of applause? You, you forgot about the Irish Leona Lewis also. Oh, yeah, and Michelle McManus. No, no, I, I don't remember that one. <laughs> April, uh, where in the world are you? I am stateside. I am over on a long lost mission looking for renowned drag performer Penny Bridge. Um, so where the States apparently is where good drag goes to die. Um, and I was sent away with Penny once upon a time, never to return to the Irish Isles. And where was the other place that you said that drag actually goes to die? Do you remember that, where podcast, that was? Davina, no? <laughs> no, where drag goes to die. Do you remember oh, that one? Oh, Waterford. Yes, where <laughs> drag goes to die. Very controversial. Thanks for coming and doing our podcast. As Victoria said, um, loads of people had actually been asking, whatever happened to April Shares? Where is April Shares these days? And I thought, you know what? We have to actually just let people find out for themselves. So uh, we're delighted to have you here. And we're going to just have a little chat and a little reminisce, a little rundown memory lane. Oh, holy moly. Tell me, were people really asking where I was? No, they were If so, how many? Um, all two of the fans <laughs> contacted us in. <laughs> The third one's dead now. <laughs> uh, uh, one of them was uh, Havana, so you can't really count that one. 
Oh, jeepers. Ivana Dance, a yeah. very, very good friend of mine. B for Boland, B for Biscuit. <laughs> Let's start with um, the elephant in the room. It is almost your birthday. Are you ready for it your birthday? birthday girl. I know. 21 again. <laughs> uh, now, April, what people might not know about you is every time it was your birthday, it was the new you. As soon as the stroke of midnight used to come along. So we used to get a kick out of that. We were actually talking today. We're like, do you remember every birthday? She'd be like, it's the new me. But at... Uh, this year is a big birthday. I hope you don't mind us saying um, it's too late now. Anyway, she's turning the big four out. You're the first of our uh, circle that is turning four zero. Now, when you were turning 30, you wanted to escape the, escape the country. You literally have escaped the country now. What are you doing this year for your birthday? I am doing a very low-key dinner, drinks, maybe some um, safe COVID-style precautionary trip to Vegas. You don't um, have to be PC Thursday. on this podcast. Oh, do I not have to be PC on this? You can say this? whatever you want. Your work oh. won't hear about this. <laughs> well, that blew up in my face once upon a time. You know, when I was little Kim, now in fairness, um, you know, once bitten, twice shy. <laughs> um, tell us this, because lots of people have asked us, why did you quit drag? And that's that's something that really people have asked, and I, and I mean a lot of people. Yeah. I think it was it, it, it was reminiscent of, you know, when I was at such a high in my career. You know, at the end of the day, I was pulling in the tens of people into the front lounge on a Tuesday. You're also um, driving the bill. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> um, and I was focusing on transitioning into becoming a part-time woman, full-time man. Okay. Well, that's true. And it was. You were kind of like, you know, because you were always like a big corporate lady, weren't you? Like you always working in the corporates and high up. Like you weren't bottom rung of the corporates. No, I was. I was big in the corporate sense and a big lady also you know i was kind of big all over <laughs> was it a hard decision because like i think lots of us have thought about quitting drag many times and you know we've been frustrated we've been sick about uh, sick of it divina almost went to australia we still think she oh, should yeah, go sure. to australia and um, was it a hard decision to actually finally go okay i'm gonna hang up the heels the jantes are going in the bag for good yeah it went in the drag furnace um <laughs> Yeah, I think there's a lot of people, as you said, Victoria, who was thinking about giving up dragon, and there's probably a few that should really think about giving up drag <laughs> and haven't. Um, but no, it was a hard decision. We were only texting the other day, and I was talking around. I don't necessarily 
miss like getting ready because I could get ready in like 15 minutes when you've got, you know, the bone structure that I have and, you know, like the six pieces of makeup, you know, it's very, very easy to rinse and repeat, you know, in front of your, in front of your mirror. The bit I miss was the getting ready. So like all of the drinks, like the, you know, people getting ready, like the shade, the the stories, the abuse, the, the copious amounts of Jägermeister um, and then being on the stage. Um, I missed yeah. out. In saying that, like, I, I can say I was one of those queens who were, you know, oh, and it, it's great getting out of drag because, you know, one out clincher, you know, a few socks in my tits. I didn't really, you know, put a lot of effort in, even, oh, though, it looked, even though it looked flawless. The maiden you know? transformation was amazing. Well, when we worked together on Tuesdays, you used to text me sometimes and say, guess how long it took me to get ready. And it was almost like you were trying to beat yourself eventually on how quick you could get ready. What was the record by the end? Oh, I could probably get ready in like 20 minutes. <laughs> Impressive. And 10, of that, 10 of that was probably, you know, giving side eye and hurling abuse at, you know, you know, some of my, my legions of fans or followers. Because, you know, in those Tuesdays, um, Victoria, I not only got ready with you, I got ready with a good friend of mine, Barbara. Oh, Barbara, um, yeah. And she also used to join um, me um, on a Tuesday. She was my, my little sidekick. Yeah. And come here, do you remember when you used to do the front lounge and you, you like, towards the end when you really started to hate it and there was a lovely pot plant on the stage and every week you just used to pick the leaves yeah. off the plant? <laughs> do you remember? It started off as, like, a really gorgeous big green bush and by the end it was, like, <laughs> withered and just two sticks. Yeah, it started off like my head of hair and then ended up <laughs> like my head of hair. <laughs> Come here. Uh, lots of, of queens now are doing tutorials on how they did their makeup. You had a very uh, distinctive original method, the April Showers method, which involved um, a toilet uh, roll holder yes. or tube, I should say, the inside of a toilet roll. Uh, mm. Can you talk us through your method? I remember getting a lot of That was the very first comments. time I met you. Yeah, on, on my silvery you. eyes. And I believe it was at Space Invader and Dilemma mm. was asking me, your eyes are beautiful, but now when I look back, she was probably being kind of snide. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she was saying how beautiful my, my glitter shadow was. So I said, yeah, I have a little trick. It's you put a toilet roll up to your eye and then sprinkle An the glitter. empty toilet roll. An empty toilet roll, yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, proven in influencers are still doing that to this day. Fortunately, with COVID now, we c I can't wear a glittery eye because of the lack of toilet paper, hence the lack of toilet roll. So I'm going with my, my old golden, my golden black eye. The wood wings from Mac and a little carbon in the corner. <laughs> Is that the look? Yeah. Um, you know I rock the sepia tone better than nobody else. <laughs> yeah. I do. Beige, wasn't that it? Just beige? Toasty, beige like Annie toasty. Balls with foundation. Toasty beige. <laughs> Come here, April. Tell us, what was the most proud moment of your drag like what what was the thing that you achieved that you're like wow that was pretty cool that you look back and you're like can't believe that happened did i achieve anything you achieved lots i mean you achieved a, an annual fall at the alternate miss ireland coming onto the stage most years <laughs> face first uh, no i feel like you did like myself and you we were on the abbey theater stage together we oh, actually yes. came in from the wrong sides, which really fucked Shirley up. She was like, where is all coming from? <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so there was a couple of like mad things. What else? Oh, well, there was when we tried out for a kid's TV show on RTE. <laughs> yeah, with the there Venus, was that. Yeah. As um, Rosanna Davison lookalike and Blonadney Kofik. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I was the Rosanna Davison lookalike. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm still the blonde in the coffin. <laughs> Ironically, both of them have disappeared now from the limelight. So I had told people of that story on the podcast before. Was I heard fucking, it, yeah. What a fucking Oh, okay, wait. Do you listen? Of course I listen. Did you hear you what we said listen. then? You're such a liar. You don't listen. I do. Am I listening now? <laughs> yeah, that's because you're on it, bitch. And you're going to listen to this because you're on it, because you're one of those queens. And oh, I'm all of those queens. Come here. Do you ever listen back? Because, like, you had some big bangers that, like, still to this day, like, if I hear those songs, I'm like, oh, my God, April. Like, do you ever hear any of those songs and go, like, you know, I the do. Hairspray, Bells, oh, like, or yeah. Robin Beck? You know, if you ever hear those songs, do you ever think, like, just get into performance, like, yourself, like, if you're at home or whatever? I do. Um, I, like, there is some, like, those two are probably like the biggest ones because there was a little bit of a gimmick with, with those. And I, yeah. I think nobody will ever be able to do them. Even Mizza or Sophia seems though they've stolen all my duets with you. They <laughs> probably <laughs> would be able to, you know, try out a couple of my solos now as well. Okay, I'll pass on the message. <laughs> do. Uh, what, what, um, uh, anyone that didn't see April, she was actually a cracking performer. Like in the face, always turned on, always reacting. If she wasn't enjoying the song, you knew it. If she was loving the song, you knew it and um, she had very signature moves as well which to be honest yeah. still to this the day fingers there's there's a um there's a move that me shirley and davina do in a song that it we call it the april okay the next bit it's the april this is yeah. the april oh. for anyone <laughs> that's describe, at home it's um describe the april it will be like holding your fingers together like you're in a yoga position but then putting them up at like your head level and going from side to side like a scott like a scottish kind of dance <laughs> from side to side <laughs> That was the April. And also there was the jump and open the hands. There was that one. Yeah. That was a signature staple. That really was. That um, came to life in my smash hit Public Affair by Jessica Simpson, which I performed once. And I think it was only so Victoria wouldn't perform it. But there was that rule about, you know, once one drag queen does it, it's theirs. Yeah. Yes. Um, do you remember you were like always wanted to do the X Factor single at Christmas. You always had to do the first, yeah. but then when Leon Jackson won, you were like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, what do I do now?" I think I'll skip this year. <laughs> what uh, April? What did I you hate it. about my fans? Loved it. What can I say? I, I, I was, you know, it was, I was a Christmas tradition doing the X Factor winner, like turkey, <laughs> <laughs> and I left an aftertaste as well, like turkey, very dry. <laughs> Uh, April, what did you hate about drag? Just curious to know. I didn't really hate any. I hated Pride. No, I didn't hate Pride. I hated how long Pride was because I love a nap. Um, I just hated how long Pride was. Yeah, you used to cry every year when you'd see your ma on the float. You'd be like, they'd be out in the crowd, and then your ma would show up, and all of a sudden, now you cried a lot. Let's be real, a lot. Which do you know what though? What would what would get me, Victoria? Is like she'd she'd be like vile and like she'd be in some foul like rancid like rant, and then she'd see her mother. She'd be like. Mom, she just like go from this beast demon woman to like this poor little flower, like in the blink of an eye. Okay, April, remind people who are listening who won't know this how did you meet Davina? Okay. Because you're friends the longest you started drag together, and what was your first impression? Oh, I didn't like her when I first met her. I was doing Space Invader on a, on a Wednesday night, and Davina came in, um, and she was like a new queen, um, you know. Not to be mistaken, why every other new queen, she was also in a schoolgirl outfit, I think, at that time. Because, um, and she came in and she just, she just wouldn't shut up. And, you know, I'd been on Space Invader at least 10 times before her, so I was a I'd seasoned queen. I'd say about three queen. times before. So, 
you know, me and Vader were just looking at each other going, oh, will she ever shut up? And no, she never shut up to this <laughs> <No>. day. <laughs> it's true. I do remember. And I just remember you sat in the corner and you were wearing a woolen beanie hat and a straight oh. poker hair, a faith wig, I believe it was called, with uh, brown and blonde highlights, a gypsy skirt and a kind of black top. And you were just brushing the sides of it because most of it was under the hat brushing the sides with a big toe face and I was like oh hi it was like friendly as hell she was like ice queen sitting there but somehow I don't know I somehow I was into the iciness (laughs) (laughs) but you're also a a, a deep down a a rotten bitch like me yes Um, and you're also quite spiteful and hateful yeah, so we got anyway and I think we connected with that oh absolutely how the hell did you end up living together um, I think April's lease was up. <laughs> oh, I think it was. Who was I living yeah. with before then? Was it clairvoyant? Yeah, I probably Claire, wanted to get rid of that. Yeah, it was, it was open rat mines. And then you were like, I think we were just having a great time. We were doing loads of shows together and we were like, right, let's just go. Let's upgrade this shit and just fucking. Yeah. yeah. For the creativity, we'll move in together. You know, like they all do this in X Factor, they put all the creatives in the house. <laughs> yeah. I think that's I think that's what happened. Um, and then we lived over the we lived over the front lounge. In the Cutlers. Yes, yeah. very glass. Like when we were very tame, we like had a couple of Smirnoff ices and we'd be lit. Oh my god, Smirnoff ice, <laughs> gas, gas! For anyone that just heard that slurping noise, April is a true American girl and she's drinking her Starbucks from home, <laughs> which I'm guessing was from a drive-through. <laughs> I did get it in the drive-through. Yeah, uh, and April, can we ask you, like, is there anything over the course of your drag career, like any stories that you just still like give you? I know there's been so many things because there really was so many things. So is there anyone I because it's kind of coming up to Christmas, me and Victoria were saying, like, remember you used to do the the Christmas shows with Annie Balls? Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. I'd even do the shows with Annie Balls when we weren't even booked. We just turn up to Cool Key Lodge and start fucking doing numbers. Like, um, what would happen there? Like, with if that situation. Well, we, 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 I remember once being there and, like, nobody kind of knew we were coming. And then Annie, <laughs> like, in her typical set, was like, oh, we'll just, we'll, we'll just go through this lady. We'll just, you know, we'll work through it. Has anyone got a bra? Because I forgot mine. Um, <laughs> no, that was, that was not good. What are some good things about, about doing? I was also very good at doing makeup, as you know. And yes. I've done a lot of other queens' makeup, <laughs> including Havana Dances. Yes. And one of my favorite stories is when instead of putting lip coat on Havana Dance, I put nail polish on her lips. <laughs> <laughs> and her eyes. And oh, her, and her eyes. eyes. No, no, no. Her eyes. Like the eyes was Claudia Sniffer, wasn't it? Um, no, yeah. She had beautiful blue eyes. One blue east and one blue west. <laughs> but I think her lash was popping one pride and you nailed it down with a bit of nail glue halfway through the braid. Now, I'm sure she was thankful at the time, not when she came to rip it off at the yeah. end. And uh-huh. one thing that you were also very famous for was your journalism. Do you remember that? Oh I asked April. I had, Ask you know, April. my my weight loss column yes. as well. Yeah, I had wasting weight away, away. <laughs> um, photo shoot done in a Dunn's dress on the couch in the George. Sitting right in the corner away. so you looked real skinny, do you remember? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what I looked. Like angled. <laughs> um, that's too funny. Yeah, your 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 uh, Columbus or Cullum column was quite popular. Like it, like people did really like Ask April because you were you were catty in it. You would like not be afraid to say things that other people would be like too afraid to voice. Oh yeah. God, 
I was like, like the Janet Street Porter of like drag journalism. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but also, if people didn't send in letters, like on the odd occasion, yeah. you would kind of construct letters on their behalf. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would make them up, or I would see or hear something, and then I would write a letter, which would be semi, if not fully, shady about that person, <laughs> and then people would be like, "Who is that?" And I would just write. Mr. X or Mrs. X, but we'd all know who it was. Or it'd be like Sheila B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Miss Blige. Yeah. Don't give out full names. We can't. No, it would be like full or it's a full or last names. Hilarious. And um, um, God, there's been so many things over the years, like gas moments. Do you think you'd ever go back and do it again? Like, would you ever just for a one-off? Probably I probably would. Like I would have you? To say, I probably would. For like a one-off, if I was yeah. like home for like a Christmas yeah. or something like that, and um, if yeah. the spa- if the fans wanted it, yeah, we have oh, all the know, bits. We have all the bits. Like we will it. put you in drag, literally oh. shove you into it. I'll do your eye makeup like with the old days. Do you remember when you used to just pull your lid out and I just put it on with my finger? <laughs> I did have a very fleshy lid. She did have a very fleshy lid. So she'd pull her eyelid out really far and I'd just like get the gold and whack it right on. Just fly through the makeup. I did, yeah. And I could never do a cheek. For somebody with so much cheek, I could never actually do a cheek. Do you remember you when I used to do your cheeks and yeah. you used to say, what am I, going as a sheriff person? <laughs> I used to do that on purpose. I do like literally like hamster cheeks, like with a black eyeshadow. <laughs> the Nike swoosh. <laughs> Just do it. But the funny thing is, she'd probably do that, so I wouldn't ask again. But I kept asking again because I was a lady. <laughs> I'd like, do my cheeks. I tried everything just to get her to stop fucking asking me and she was always like oh time for cheeks <laughs> <laughs> I, I did love April how you were able to do your lipstick without looking in a mirror as well you used to just roll the, the yeah, lipstick tube down and like one foul swoop done out the door every woman knows the shape of her lips and <laughs> in saying that that's probably something you don't know Victoria because you don't have any lips well you do now <laughs> I do now <laughs> but back then you didn't Fuck you used to be able to put your lipstick on with a 50 pence piece <laughs> <laughs> Come here. I don't know if you remember uh, the first time you met me, but um, it always sticks out in my, my mind because me and my friend Dave, who you're friends with also, um, and uh, we used to go and see all y'all on the bingo show. And we thought you were amazing. You used to wear stripes a lot. We were fascinated by that. We loved your music choices. And then finally, I started working in um, Panties Club Ham. And she said, you came in and she'd given me all these passes. Oh, we're passes. not doing one of these stories now, are we? <laughs> we are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you came in and uh, Panty gave me a lot of free passes to give in. And I went, oh, April, hi. Here, do you want some free passes for next week? And you were like, passes? I don't pay in here. How <laughs> dare you? And threw them back. So from that day on, for about two years, you were known as April Shitface instead of April Showers by me and Dave Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like something I would do, Victoria. I think they're lies. Yeah, they Wasn't might be lies. Mistaken. It must have been another April. Maybe it was Bromwin showers, was oh, it? <laughs> yeah, she would do that. Um, that just reminded me, do you remember the time Panty Flute was doing Horse Meat Disco and she brought over those oh, yeah. um, those rave people and they needed backup dancers and we thought we could just do it in drag like normal? <laughs> And she literally goes, no, no, just come and we'll do you up. She did us all up with like ghostly white makeup, neon eyeshadow, neon lashes, neon wigs. And we just went like we were like on LSD on the stage. Yep. We were just like, Ooh. 
<laughs> and Claire Boyne did that with us as well. She looked like Samara from the fucking ring. She looked terrible. And <laughs> um, you met a lot of celebs through drag. I was actually looking through our photos today, reminiscing. And um, what was who was your favorite celeb that you met, and who was uh, your least favorite celeb that you met? Well, I didn't meet Jess Glynn, and I know Davina did, and I kind of hate her through association now as well. So I feel like <laughs> I, I met her. Um, who did we meet? Who was really, really nice? Let me think. On the Glitz days, even, there was a lot of people oh, shit, coming on there. That. Yeah. <laughs> you um, sure forgot about that. That was like your main gig. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> S Club, no, S Club was a two and a half. Did what S Club came It was S Club three, it? yeah. Was it like a bit of them? Yeah. S Club five, I think it was, or something? Yeah, I think it was just three of them. S Club three. Yeah. And. Um, I don't know. Were they nice? Well, you, Sonia, you, you like Sonia. Oh, Sonia was amazing because she's she hero. Did, well, I performed a lot of Sonia numbers, mm. um, but she was a drunk mess. She performed without her shoes on and all. She <laughs> yeah, put her true. onto the stage. And who else? Linda Martin. Do you remember she got a glass of water in the face? She got uh, glass of water. She got a glass of water in her face. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, who was not so nice, though? Who, was, who wasn't very pleasant? I think, do you remember Kavana? Was it Kavana? Wasn't there a drama? Um, yeah, well, that's because he was, like, probably madly in love with me. Like, yeah, because oh, I don't right. think he was out at the time, wasn't he not? I don't think he'd come out yet. Um, he wasn't the most uh, friendly. Uh, you met all the stars. You met Vanessa Feltz. You met Samantha Mumba. Um, Vanessa Feltz, I really liked her. I got a lovely photo of her on the stairs. I know. I yeah. actually have it on my phone. I'm ready for your, your birthday post tomorrow. Uh, and, uh, and, yeah, so uh, they were all kind of nice, do you think? Or was any of them? So you're obviously if if there's somebody that I went off on a rant on because I thought they were horrible and you were you know who that was remind me because I just can't remember and I'll go off on a rant on them but I just can't remember. What about the I'm bewitched girls? How are they? Did I like them? Okay. There's no one standing out in your head that you. No, there was nobody like that was like nasty or nobody that was horrible. It was more just the bitches that you worked with. Yeah. <laughs> just actual drag queens. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, you know, in saying that, you you know, you mentioned it earlier in the podcast. I mean, I've always been in leadership positions. Yeah. So it was a little different for me with the bitches working in Glitz and knowing that I was the head hostess. <laughs> the so head there was always hostess. a hierarchical thing there. They would never mess with me yeah. as head hostess. Yeah. You I got to say, one, two, one, two, good evening, Glitz. <laughs> and I used to make announcements. And also, there was another girl, Misdemeanor, that you lived with also, who was also a Glitz girl. She was one of the original Glisters. She was. Um, Glister, yeah. She now works in the UK. Oh, she's in the UK now. Misdemeanor McCall, isn't that her name in the UK? Yeah. Misdemeanor McCall. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We lived with her, and then we didn't live with her because she didn't pay her rent. But she was kind of ratchet. So she'd go out and buy 60-inch TVs, a, a lamb shank out Marks and Spencer's, but wouldn't pay the rent. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember the night you packed her up, packed her out on her way. Yeah. yeah. And, and invited us all around to have a viewing party. <laughs> to, to view the eviction live. It was like Big Brother Live. She really was misdemeanor, McCall. She was like voted out. And yeah. then unfortunately, you know, she was kicked out, except I kept all her makeup. So I got a nice, I got a nice, I think, rosy peach blush that night. And I got a nice humid eyeshadow. The rest of it was trash because like, well, to look like her, you don't have the best makeup in fairness. So I I threw the rest of it in the bin. Very good. What do you miss about Ireland? Well, you're going to go, oh, of course she does. Like the food. Like I miss the food. Yeah. I miss like batch bread. I miss king crisps. I miss meanies. Yeah. I miss proper chocolate. Yeah. I miss chipper chips. I miss Georgie's chips, beans, and eggs. I could go on 
for hours. What about a good, all the food? A good Chinese, yeah, from the Haiwan, you know, in the Fingless Village. Oh. That's what I would miss. Absolutely, your the accent has ball. changed. You know that your accent has changed. Yeah, changed. even in the last year, it's changed. Is it more neutral? Yeah, you speak slower, more calm, and uh, very polite, lady. Oh wow! <laughs> and your favorite thing about living in America now? We've got a new president. Um, oh, right, very exciting. Um, what's happening living in America? Well, nothing. It was all in lockdown at the moment. Like yeah. St. Louis is in lockdown. Nothing's happening. Everything's closed. Um, and have you any trips back to Ireland planned? Like after this, or were you going to come back for Christmas? I were was going to come back, back for, Christmas? for Christmas, but I can get into Ireland, but I just can't get back out. So I have to wait till the US allows non-US citizens in and out. Well, of hopefully US. this vaccine talk will come of something and hopefully, you know, things can get moving again. Well, come here. I think that's it. And we just like, we're so glad that you came on and chatted. And I know that there's so many people actually that were asking, you know, like from the old glitz days and stuff that we're just curious about where are you and yeah. what's going on. So I'm sure glad to hear that. Yes, the bitch is still alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and alive. come here. It's quarter past. Uh, it's quarter past midnight here in Ireland. So oh. it's officially your birthday, girl. So happy birthday yes. from all of us happy back birthday. in Ireland. Thanks, girl. Up next, it is time for Rotter of the week on petty little things. Dun, dun, dun. We are at our favourite time of the week, hopefully your favourite time of the week, where we have a little bit of a rot. And who's been rotting you this week, Victoria? Okay, I've two, Davina. I know Greedy Gronia has two, but they're both short ones, so bear with okay. me. And I, and I really want your opinions on this. Firstly, I'm going to start with the nicer one that people won't hate me for, is junk mail. Yes, I am a 29-year-old woman who has issues with junk mail. Okay. Do you get junk mail? Um, y- not so much really around this way, but um, when I used to live up your way, we used to get splattered with them. Like I don't know, it, I think it's it's area based. Okay. Do you See, have a sign up? No yeah, junk mail. Yeah, I do. Your area is too posh. They can't afford to stick the junk mail down there. <laughs> They're just shoving it down where I am. They won't waste the paper. <laughs> <laughs> I have a huge no junk mail sign. So it's coming every day. This week I got a IKEA catalog that's about two inches thick. And a catalog that's nuts. I didn't I know. think they actually send out catalogs anymore because everything's online. Everything is online now. What I'm trying not to become is that person who you remember when the water charges were coming in and everyone was yeah. ranting online. Mm. I'm about to become that person about junk mail and start tweeting companies and calling companies and emailing them. Like what? What will I do? Because I I'm well, sick of it coming. You see, what you do is you see that you have to wait and catch the person doing it. And then you give them 50 quid and you say, bin all those. <laughs> you get them to empty out their bag. Because they're just sent out with like a, a bag full of leaflets. So they're just told to like cram as many of them. So I remember doing that years ago, yeah, like as a, when I was a kid. And I put about six into one people's door just to get rid of them. Because <laughs> you'd like, you'd want to finish up early and go back. And the more you delivered, the more money you'd make. Yeah. So you'd be like throwing about 10 Chinese <laughs> menus into someone's house. Well, that's my first one. It's driving me insane if anyone wants to tweet us suggestions because i'm almost ready to call the ombudsman on this one and um, the next one and and people might not react very well to this so oh, oh, oh i don't know oh, okay I'm back. <laughs> okay i was just watching stuff online and okay i don't know if they're always the a good rotter. start i don't know if they're the rotter of the week but like gays you. gays who don't have any gay friends scare me they freak me out a bit i'm like okay. you know like what what's going on why do you not have any gay friends 
Like, I'm not mm. saying you have to have gay friends, but I've also seen how they operate as well. And mm. is this from oh, past experience, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's some of them, they're just, there's always something not quite right about some of them. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly willing to be open about this if you show me someone that isn't a bit, mm, but like, it's almost like they go, oh, hate the gay scene, full of bitches. No, uh, can't deal with oh, that. And I'm sorry, okay. but I'm on the gay scene since I'm 18 and is it full of bitches? Yeah, but is the world full of bitches? Yeah, yeah. there's no difference here. Like, if you can't operate inside of those, you know, a little community, I don't see that it's the other people's problem. Is it not maybe your problem? I totally understand what you're saying. I get that. I think it's obviously not valid for everyone, but I think there is definitely a fraction of people that do kind of have that attitude. Mm -hmm. And it is a little bit kind of like, it's almost like they think they're better sometimes. Yes. That's a bit of an error that, isn't there? Yeah. And also I think a lot of it is to do with gay shame. I think some of it is that. Okay, I never put it down to that. And that is a good point because we do carry that. And yeah. Yeah, so I, I would that. say, but I understand because it is because when people say, "Oh, it's full of bitches," we're like, you know, yeah, every social scene. Like I, I know the straight scene in, well, it's kind of d- dead on its ass now. But like the nightclub scene in Ireland was very bitchy as well with boys and girls. Yeah. So it's not just the gay scene; it's everywhere. When people are drinking and out socializing and shit happens, and people are with this person's boyfriend and this person's girlfriend. But also, we've made some amazing friends from yeah. the gay scene. Yeah, like no, friends for life. Yeah. So. I just hate when they talk about it in a way that they're kind of slagging off the gay scene. Because actually what they're doing is slagging off, like, you, me, and everyone else who is loving it. And it it really, like, has given me so much that, like, I could never. But, yeah. So that is, I mean, she's teetering on the edge of a rudder of the week. I just came to me this week. Please don't send me hate mail. Davina, what about you? Uh, What really has been rotten me is this week, and I know it's very controversial, it's very, like, in the news, but people who do takeaway Guinness pints. (laughs) Just Guinness? (laughs) Just Guinness drinkers. Because there's just something real, like, hipstery, kind of, like, oh, it's just like, oh, we can get a pint of Guinness. It's (laughs) like, oh, my God, go and get a can of Guinness or a bottle of vodka from the, like, it just, or a can of Guinness, (laughs) go and get a tray of Guinness, a bottle of Guinness. (laughs) Like, why do you need to go? I saw, I met these people, uh, during the week and they were standing in the lane of the George they had got a pint of Guinness like through a hatch on Dame Lane and they were just standing in the middle of the day having this pint of Guinness it was like Wednesday or something and I was like do you really really need a pint of Guinness like Guinness that bad I don't see I'm not a Guinness drinker so maybe I don't get it yeah but all I keep thinking about was like big Guinness farty arses and <laughs> oh my god and all these like gays who like fucking swilling their Guinness like walking down the street now it's just it really there's just something about the look of it annoys me even so, like high, like if you get a pint of Heineken or that's what's gonna like, ask, yeah. coffee it doesn't bother me but it's the Guinness I don't know why I don't know it now, just it, no, it just really irks me have uh, you smelled week. a Guinness fart before uh, have you ever been in the old bar of the George? <laughs> yes, correct. Okay, good answer. We've good all answer. smelled it if you walk through that place. Yeah. So that is my rod of the week. And the other thing that rots me as well, which is kind of tied into this, which I think you'll agree with this as a non-smoker is I'm a very good non-smoker. I never complain about people smoking. Same. I'm always going out for smoke breaks. I love hanging out in the smoking area. But people who are like walk at like light speed down the street, puffing away on 40 fags. And you're walking behind them or you're going to intersect them and you end up with like a mouthful of their secondhand smoke. Yeah. Did you ever get that? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's oh, rotten. It's rotten, rotten. It's like... Uh, also, the, we have places to be too, bitch, but we don't yeah. need to uh, breathe down your throat at the same Puffed time. Puff the magic dragon like back blowing into the, the, the end of your mouth. Oh, like, no, thank you. Oh my God, that's that so good. Is, 
particularly rotten. That rots me as well. So just like smoke to yourself, like smoke down your bra, smoke down your top. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Don't be like huff puffing oh, like true my I'm fucking I walk like an interrail. So I love it. I love director it. Director smoke it. elsewhere, Smokey Joe. I absolutely love it. I also this episode has inspired me because we speak so much about our rotters of the week all the time, and yeah. I'm sure our listeners have tons of rudders of the week that they'd love to get off their chest how do yeah. you feel d about um as part of our because we're, we're gonna we, at the end of this season uh, mm-hmm. the last episode we let the listeners share their rudders of the week and absolutely see what yeah we'd love to hear, i'd love to hear some yeah. and i'm sure you and we know who we know you people that do listen so we know you are <laughs> rotted oh <laughs> so that actually makes me excited now to be honest i'm yeah. dying to hear what they're moaning about so watch out we'll put a call out for that but no it won't be for a while um, I think that's the end though We've got a roll off our yeah. chest Thank our... you for listening And yeah. remember Smoke down your bra <laughs> yeah. Remember to leave us A five star review On Apple Podcasts Or a uh, cast as well uh, Because it does yeah. help us Get found Share it with your friends Put it on your stories Whatever it needs To get us to the Christmas number one Thank you very much Yes And remember everybody Stay, stay petty, petty. <laughs>
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.